Hey everyone and welcome back to episode 25 of Backstreet Boys. I'm your host Kate Cullen and today this episode is a little bit different than our usual ones. Today we are talking about something more deep and personal. The topic for today's podcast is mental health and its link to criminal behaviour. Before we dive straight into it, I want to know what words come to mind when I say mental health. I'll give you guys a few seconds to think about it. Our first topic that we're going to talk about is neglect. It has been proven by many different reports and statistics that neglect and mental health are linked. Lots of reports have actually found that children that are mistreated in a home or have strict home regimes are far more likely to become involved in criminal behaviour as they get older. Unfortunately, today in Ireland, these children are unable to access the right care that they need due to long waiting lists or lack of income or for other various reasons. So what are we as a country going to decide to do about this? Well, we could make a drastic change in our society if the proper care and facilities were made available to the people that need it the most. We could provide so much help and improve the lives of many people by making a change. I also don't think I need to point out the obvious, that a change in our system can't be carried out by us alone. We are going to need a lot of help from the government and from the Minister of Health and Finance to want to make this change in order for us to be successful. Of course, any type of negative environment will have a detrimental effect on a person's mental health, whether it be an environment where they themselves are the victim of abuse or they are the abusive. I'm not talking about an abusive parent or partner. I'm talking about those who abuse substances such as drugs or alcohol. Now, we are all very much aware of the low quality of life these people endure at the hands of their problem. Often, we see how their addiction can lead them down a very dark path where they can find themselves estranged from their loved ones and even homeless. We see how they become enslaved to this toxic drug and how they are willing to do almost anything for it. This is when criminal activity comes in. These people become involved in a variety of activities as they attempt to gain money to support their unhealthy habit. So they participate in theft, robbery, selling drugs and even drug trafficking. Trends have been studied by scholars and they've linked increased rates of drug abuse with increased rates of crimes. Now, I know many of our listeners are already aware of this. I'm sure you see it in your everyday lives, even if it's just as you drive around the corner to the shop. But I want to suggest a solution to this antisocial behaviour. After thoroughly researching the subject, I've taken a few tips from a study that was carried out in the US. In this study, they experimented supplying rehab to prisoners with drug-related charges on release. Now, what I found interesting was that those who had received rehab actually had a tendency to do better with regards to being less inclined to commit another crime. I really believe that this practice should be imitated in Ireland and eventually become mandatory because I do think it could greatly benefit us as a country and our growing drug problem. This could save some of the many deaths that are caused by drugs and help to lower the ever-growing number of inmates in our prisons. We are now going to be discussing the topic of poverty. So what does poverty mean to you? I'll give you a few seconds to think about this. And you might be thinking, well, how may this link in with mental health factors? 
Did you know that poverty can be seen as a prevailing mental health factor that leads certain individuals into committing crime and especially those of a young age? I know, that's shocking, right? A lower socioeconomic status may lead to poverty, which may lead to criminal behaviour. I'm sure this is something which makes us think, well, why is this the case? Do you see this being the case in your society when you look at it from this point of view? I am sure many of us don't put in too much thought in observing this. But if we just examine this from our society, we can actually see it as being the case. Well, according to many researchers and statistics, it is said that poor people may be more likely to commit crime because their opportunities for legitimate attainment of widely shared goals are blocked or because they are being exposed to a wide variety of negative shared goals. This means that those living in poverty will begin to develop physical and mental problems and for them criminal behaviour will be their solution to the problem as they view this negativity in their life. <laughs> Whoa, well that is a lot to take in and is actually quite surprising. Hearing this just makes me so sad that the outcome of poverty is most likely to be crime. And this begins at a young age in which, unfortunately, will become the norm in certain individuals' society. So this is why we are here today, to speak up and make this problem more aware to the citizens of our country, and most especially to the authorities of our country. They need to hear this. This is something in which our society and our government should see as a priority for our country. Well, what do you believe? Do you think our government is handling the mental health and crime-related situations well, or not even handling them at all? This is something that we all need to think about and become more conscious of. A change is needed in Ireland for the benefit of our future and our citizens. This has to be taken seriously and corrective measures should be implemented in order to reduce the level of crime rates in Ireland. So we are urging the government to hear us and to begin improving the current situations of mental health and crime. If our citizens could avail of mental health facilities, making it more accessible to everyone, providing those in poverty with financial goods, will all make a change for the better of our citizens and for the safety of our society. But it is not only these solutions that I have suggested that will reduce the level of crime rates. There are many more changes that could be implemented into our society that could easily make our country less criminal. With the help of our government and our authorities, we can reduce the level of crime rates and criminal behaviour and prioritising those with mental health problems. And of course, peer pressure is also a very serious issue which causes some people to become involved in crime, with many studies in the past showing mental health links to peer pressure. Peer pressure for those of you out there that don't understand it basically means that the pressure one feels to behave in a certain way because your friends or people in your group expect it. As we all know growing up as kids, our friends have a massive impact over our actions and we tend to take them as role models over our parents. For many parents out there, they will know that this is the copycat syndrome. 
that all kids go through. Copycat syndrome is where kids copy the other kids. They are friends that they are friends with or look up to by doing such things as they dress or what foods they eat and even hairstyles. As everyone knows from growing up, we start to value the opinions of our friends more than those of our parents. And it's for this very reason that some youths get into trouble. As a child becomes a teen, they try to fit in with the group with underage drinking being a good example of this. But this can be more serious as, as if a teenager has a strong desire to fit in, but is part of a group that's involved in crimes such as thieving or vandalism. It is very likely they will also take part with all authorities agree that an individual's need for acceptance within, within intimate groups is a most powerful lever for the use of group pressure towards group norm. Peer pressure has to be handled in the same way as all other mental health issues. It has to, be, to come from the very top in my opinion. And it's with that I say that education is what will play a big part. And I believe if we address it in school with classes every week informing people of the dangers of mental health and how we can combat them as young people. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready because our next topic of discussion is mental disorders. That's right, you heard me correct. There's actually been quite a large amount of studies carried out on mental disorders linking to criminal behaviour and it just so turns out that there's a strong link between these two. Basically, what I'm trying to say is that people who suffer from certain mental disorders are more likely to commit crimes, in particular violent ones. Now I know, I know, it sounds a bit stereotypical to say that people who have issues mentally are more likely to commit crimes. However, researchers have actually found that people who suffer from schizophrenia have a higher chance of committing violent crimes. So you might be thinking, okay, but do you even have any evidence to prove this? And to that I answer, of course I do. So one study that I found particularly interesting to prove this was one that was carried out in Stockholm in 1971, a pretty long time ago for us Gen Z kids. So the study was carried out on patients who suffered from schizophrenia who had been discharged from mental institutions and they were analysed for a whopping 14 years. Wow, these researchers really were committed to the study. Anyways, the result they got from this experiment was that these patients who were suffering from schizophrenia were four times more likely to commit violent crime than those who did not suffer from any mental illness. Can you believe that? Crazy, right? Now, another thing you're probably thinking is that not all people who commit violent crimes suffer from mental illnesses, and you're right. However, the people who do suffer are proven to be more likely to participate in violent criminal behaviour. If you thought I was finished with the research and evidence to prove this, you're wrong, because another study was carried out on a group of 118 individuals who had a diagnosis of psychosis. They found that 45% of these individuals had a history of trouble with the law, and 69.6%, very specific figures I know, had shown physical or verbal aggression. Now here's where all this research becomes useful. It can be very useful in identifying individuals who are more at risk of committing violent crimes. This could be used to prevent this type of crime from happening in the future. My personal perspective on this is that the earlier an individual is diagnosed with a mental illness, the more likely it is that this violent criminal behaviour can be prevented through mental health services. I strongly believe that more needs to be done about this and that there needs to be more affordable access to good mental health services in Ireland because it really could not only give people the support that they need, but also lower crime rates in Ireland. So what are some of the outcomes that could happen if we make a change? 
Well, we could have a potentially lower crime rate, which would result in a safer society for us all to live in. Doesn't that just sound so appealing? Imagine our world could become a lot safer for our future generations just by making this change. We would also be able to provide mental health services to the most vulnerable in society that need it the most. Look folks, I think it's fair to say that this podcast has dealt with some pretty heavy content. Our goal for this episode was to really teach people how important it is to be made aware of mental health and its link to criminal behaviour and what the potential results of our solutions could be if the government and people of Ireland backed us up. If you have been affected by any of the topics that we covered today, we will leave links to mental health organisations for you to contact if you would like to reach out to them. Finally, I would like to say a huge thank you to everyone who listened to this podcast today and we sincerely hope that you found this useful and took away some important information from it. Tune in next week for our special episode with guest speaker Dermot Kennedy. We promise it will be more lighthearted.